Hello and welcome to uh, Name That Pod or whatever the fuck we're called. Name That Pod. We, you know what? We're having a little bit of an identity crisis, but you're here for it, right? Yeah, I hope so. It seems like you are. Uh, we've been having fun and we are to the last chunk of chapters. We are? Look, we finished them. We just did a live reading of the last one. So if that's of interest to you, it was a lot of fun. Head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash name that pod. And yeah, uh, if you like this, guys, the Patreon's even fucking better. It's next level. We just did a live reading with patrons and then had a whole chat. We just all nerded out, talked Harry Potter. It's talk just a lot life. of fun. Talk life. Talk, it's just yeah. a fun, it's a fun hang. If you're a nerd and you want to talk Harry Potter, you want to talk life, we're your fucking girls. Yes. So head over there. And in the meantime, if you're only interested in free content, we will keep providing that. Until we die. Until we die. Because that's what we do. That is what we, we do. We don't make money. Um, no. And on the, uh, the um, Patreon, we revealed um, what house I'm in. What house she's in. And that will be common knowledge soon enough. But yeah. uh, we'll probably... We're going to keep it hush-hush until the beginning like, of book two. Once we start yeah. book two, you'll find out. Yeah, we will but, release um, the live reading after we've started book two. Yeah. But in the meantime, if you want that, You've got to head to Patreon. Yep. And yes, we definitely it's $5. Appreciate it's it. yes. $5 to find out all sorts of fun stuff. $5 yeah. a month. To be entered into a huge grand prize, which we haven't made a video for. It's not because we don't have the grand prize decided on. It's because we haven't made a video yet. And also, we want to make a video once we're together to make the video. So that will be hopefully, it seems like, in two or three weeks because we yeah. are moving in together. We're, we're roommates, guys. I think we said this in the last pod. But. We did. But, and hopefully also the quarantine rules will be slightly lifted so it's not weird for me to be moving at that time. Because otherwise, oh boy, going to be a hell of a move. Anyway, let's All just right, get into it. Guys, chapter let's 15. Get into it. Well, chapter 14 we left off with they got rid of the dragon. And yeah. He, and they and left he forgot it. his cloak at the top of the tower. Which I cannot believe they did. Fucking amateur hour. Amateur oh. hour. It's... It's absurd. Like, come on. Come and, on. I mean, I, you know what? Out of everybody, I'm just most disappointed in Hermione because she's so type A. Like, that bitch ties up all the loose ends. Yeah. Like, I, Hermione is synonymous with type A. I think I knew Hermione before I knew what type A meant, and I would mm -hmm. just describe people as Hermione's. Yeah. You're type Hermione. You're being very Hermione about all this. Uh, you're so up Hermione. Ah. Uh. I aspire to be more Hermione, but alas, I am never. Well, you're moving in with me, so I will infuse you with uh, a, a probably a good degree of OCD. What or if you I will moving with living with me? What if at the end of live? What you know what I'm going to say? So living I with you, I'm completely OCD. Yeah, I was thinking for bonus content. This is fucking ridiculous, but I was like thinking, and I haven't pitched this to you yet, so you don't even know what I'm going to say. This but is a live pitch, you guys. Live pitch. That, that, should we do videos of you reparenting me and teaching me really fucking simple stuff I should know, oh like uh, how to yes. properly do dishes? Yes, yes. I'm going to reparent her, you guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to reparent her. I'm just going to parent her for the first time, because I feel like there wasn't even necessarily parenting going yeah, my, on to begin uh, with. I feel like my parenting just kind of was just like... Wolves. Yeah, it was just sort of like, just do it. And no one explained anything. So yeah. I still do everything at a, I figured out how to do it at an eight-year-old level. And it's hilarious. 
Probably not up to snuff. Your mom like looks at you. She's like, you got this, right? You're like, uh, got what? She's like, you're good. And then just bounce. She's like this. And then she disappears. Do it like you'll know. And I've been Uh, shrinking clothing ever since. Ever since. Um, Well, here we go, guys. So that's what happened at last. Um, And now beginning of chapter 15, The Forbidden Forest. Okay. This is their detention. They're going, this is crazy. Crazy. Right? By the way, by the way, so- for me, the Forbidden Forest is just this mis- mystical place. For me, it, it reminds me of the Princess Bride. Um, <laughs> that the forest and the Princess Bride. I can't remember what it's called. Um, uh, I'm gonna Google it. It's called the, the something for. Um, name of the forest, Princess Bride. Um, fuck. What is it called? I'm gonna kick. Fire Swamp. The Fire Swamp. Okay, that's yeah, what okay. it is. Anywho, it just this is in my mind. This is what I'm picturing the Forbidden Forest as. All right, so funny. So their detention is go there. I mean, with, first of all, with Hagrid. Yeah, they get walked out by Filch, who's just a complete dick, and is like, hmm, hmm, hmm. just couldn't be happier that these students are in trouble because I think that's what Filch lives for. So to Hagrid, which feels like a relief, but then it's like, all of a sudden, holy fuck, they're really like Hagrid has a crossbow. <laughs> Yeah, Hagrid. And it's the middle of the night, and they're Hagrid, really- who was no longer allowed to have a wand, they gave a him cr- a crossbow. Yeah, here, like- you can't memorize a spell to save your fucking life, you oaf. But here's a murderous weapon. Here's a heavy murderous weapon that could easily be shot off accidentally. And children. Oh, yeah. Uh, all good combinations. He's the original school shooter is what he is. I mean, truly. My God. I mean, God. we're still every, all, this is, by the way, this, all of this is just a precursor to school shooting. I mean, it had to start somewhere, right? Um, had to, really don't did. kill people. Harry Potter kills people. So at some point we see, uh, we find out Harry hears Quirrell and uh, Snape having a meeting and Quirrell runs off crying. Yes. Wait, that's... Well, we hear Quirrell sell... Uh, oh, I can't... We, we don't have the same pages, but we hear Quirrell, Quirrell say to Snape, no, 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 not again, please. It yeah. sounded as though someone's threatening him. Harry moved closer. All right, all right. And then he leaves, and then Harry runs in the room, and Snape isn't there. Yeah, it's By just... By the way, now that I know what's happening, I'm like, holy fuck. I, you know, it's like you never... Anyways. Yeah. So, so he hey, just, there's an empty door, like an open door at the other side of the room. So he thinks maybe Snape was there and he couldn't hear yeah. him. Yeah. And he just, you know... Yeah. Took off uh, behind a door. Also, we forgot... We kind of glossed over um, that he and Hermione getting caught had cost... Gryffindor 150. 150 points. So they're in the they're in the doghouse with all the other Gryffindors. Yeah, and even the other houses because <laughs> they were set to win House Cup. Slytherin's been winning it every fucking year, and now and all the other houses are like, oh, finally, Gryffindor's going to overthrow the fucking Slithers. Yeah, they're so happy to see Slytherin lose. They don't even care that it's not them. And now, and now he's mugged it up for everybody. Yeah. So everybody's in the shitter. Um, he overhears this. Harry, Hermione, Neville, uh, they get, they get a note that says, uh, you got detention, bro. At 11 o'clock tonight, meet Mr. Filch in the entrance hall. Yeah. So, of course, I'm like, 
11 o'clock, what kind of fucking detention happens at 11 o'clock? That was my thought. And I know at the beginning of this, I've already skipped ahead to this because I was, I don't know, beelining for this part of the story. But like, yeah, I was like 11 o'clock at night. And, yeah. and then there's something about when he drops him off that he's going to come pick them up at dawn. And I'm like, I'm sorry, detention at Hogwarts is you stay up all night? Yeah. I don't think, I could never recover from that. By the way, that's what they're doing anyways. They're staying up all night. I mean, Harry, that's Harry's true. been up till dawn a few times now because he's just running around having fun all night. So this is just more of the same. Yeah, I Hermione, guess. Hermione, of course, is like, oh my God. I've lost a night to study. And it's like, uh, just to be 11. Remember you could stay up all night and then yeah. kind of be fine. And not be tired the next day. And not have it ruin your month. <laughs> yeah, not have it ruin the rest of your life. God. And Filch is just, you know, they go meet Filch. Oh, and by the way, they have detention with fucking Malfoy. So Malfoy yeah. got in trouble too, thank God. Yeah, uh, so did Neville. Because so Neville excited. caught. Yeah, so Literally. they're excited that at least Malfoy got in shit too. Yeah. Um, so it's like, well, you know, we have to suffer, but maybe there's some sort of silver lining in the joy that he's also suffering. Yeah. So 11 o'clock at night, they meet Mr... Filch. Do I do they call him Mr. Filch? Yeah, I guess she did in the note. They meet Filch uh down in the entrance hall and he marches them across the grounds. It's this is just crazy. He's, you know, giving a whole speech about you'll think twice about this in the future, blah 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 blah. And then they're getting close to Hagrid's hut, and Hagrid's like, Is that you, Filch? Hurry up. Like he kind of gives Filch shit about like, yeah. oh, well, maybe you'd be on time if you weren't fucking lecturing kids. Because I'm, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. I'm sure this isn't the first time somebody's had to do a detention with Hagrid and all Filch has is getting people in trouble. That's like, all he has. And giving them like a come to Jesus kind of speech, which nobody gives a fuck about. Yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. Shut it, Filch. Let's go. And then, and then, you know... Malfoy, they find out they're going into the forest. Malfoy's like, I'm not going in the forest. And Harry was excited that Malfoy was freaking out a little bit. Yeah. And then of course, he's like, he's like, you will if you want to stay in Hogwarts. <sighs> well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When, when uh, Malfoy goes, but this is servant stuff. It's not for students to do. I thought we'd be writing lines or something. And then when he goes, if my father knew I was doing this, he would. And then he gets cut off by Hagrid going, He'd tell you that's how it is at Hogwarts. Like, it's just like, uh, shut the love it. hell up. Like, your dad went here. This is what happens. Yeah. You don't write and I love it. Like, your, fa- your father would rather you get expelled um, than uh, I got his. Um, if him you, just, uh, by the way, I have a really t- hard time reading Hagrid's speech sometimes. When you were yeah. reading out loud to me, I was like, God, she's really good at doing Hagrid. That's so funny because it's the one I feel like I'm the worst at doing. And every time I read, every like new chapter I read, I swear it's a different accent. Oh, like, it's so I'm good. You did a great job when I heard it. Guy. <laughs> you really, you killed it. You killed it, laddie. I, I mean, I'm j- that's not at all how you did it, but. Um, well, well, there's just so many times in this book where I've read any sentence, like the opposite of what it actually says. And I have to like relook at it and go, oh no. Um, but she goes, if you think your fathered, if you think your father rather you, would rather you were expelled, then get back off to the castle and pack. Because he's kind of yeah. like, if my father finds out and he's like, look, it's this or you go the fuck home. So what do you yeah. think your father's going to yeah. prefer? Yeah. Detention, bitch. Uh, he's such a little sniffling bitch. 
I know. Um, and then Hagrid explains that they're looking for this unicorn that was injured. Which uh, is crazy. Like, now, like, students who have done something wrong are now trying to find an injured unicorn. What? Yeah. This is all weird. And then the, there's shiny, silvery stuff on the ground that's unicorn blood. Um, by the way, I love that in this mythical land, there's just unicorns just running around. Yeah. And something that killed the unicorns is still out there. Yeah. And they're like, kids will be fine. Yeah. And, you know, Hagrid is, you know, animal protector man is like, we're going to find the poor thing. And he says we might have to put it out of its misery, which is fucking devastating. But all I can picture is, shit, I can't even think of the example. I watched, have you seen that new show, Dave? No, not yet. Oh, it just just finished yesterday. So now I'm going to binge it. Ah, well, never mind. I won't spoil it, but. Don't spoil it. Anyway, there's a scene Anywho. about putting an animal out of its misery, and it's okay. horrifying and hilarious. Um, but um, anywho, so they break them up into two groups. Yeah, they send Malfoy off with Fang the dog and Neville. Neville, which that, I'm just immediately, like, immediately, I'm like, well, that's interesting. Yeah, it's like okay, somebody's fucked, and also you're sending kids off alone with your dog. Yeah, your dog, who you said is not even good at protecting, and also. There, there, there's werewolves in there. Yeah, well, that's what they say. And, yeah. and, and Hagrid seems to, by the way, not think that werewolves are a big deal at this point. Yeah. And it's like, oh, oh, whatever this is, is like w- way faster and scarier than a werewolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, werewolves, huh? No biggie. So he's like, send up green sparks if you find the... I almost called it a reindeer. <laughs> the reindeer. The unicorn. And the red unicorn reindeer. in danger. Um... And so remember those two things. Yeah. Uh, spark, sparks. Anywho, so they go off and then uh, they run into a fucking, what's it called? A, um, why am I blanking on a the A centaur. Word? A centaur. Yeah. Named yeah. Ronan. By the way, I love the name Ronan. I have uh, one of my stepdad's sister's kids. So like a step cousin, I guess, mm-hmm. named Ronan. I think it's a very powerful, strong name. It's a really good name. I really like it. Yes. But when the Senatar appeared, I was like, wow, this magical land really has it all. Werewolves, Senatars. You call them Senatars. Wait. It's Centaur. Centaur. Well, you know what? I'll get You're there. You're saying it like a senator, like it's Mitch McConnell on a donkey's body. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if he's a senator. Oh, you guys, I'm turning into my mother. I pronounce everything wrong. <laughs> apparently uh, i pronounce everything wrong and don't know how to read it's beautiful it's a beautiful so time. the centaur um yeah uh, oh, i mean they hear a noise hagrid you know reacts appropriately get behind the tree gets ready to like shoot harry's like it's a werewolf isn't it and then the centaur reveals itself the centaurs are very weird yeah like, they keep trying to chat with this centaur, Ronan, about, you know, have you, have you heard anything? And he, and he just keeps, like, looking up at the sky. Yeah. Oh, I love how, like, I'm like, uh, so the centaur has ADD. Yeah. I was like, I, I, th- I thought for sure it was autistic. Mars yeah. is bright tonight. And it's like, wh- what? What? It, it kind of also reminds me of my dog. Like, how my dog just, like, looks off into the distance all the time. That makes Speaking sense. of, hold on. I locked my dog out of the room. Will you, will you pause it for a second? Yeah, hang on. 
So there's the one centaur, and Hagrid goes, you know, you see anything unusual? And he's just like, the stars, look. Mars is bright tonight. And he's like, yeah, no, 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 but like anything unusual, a bit closer to like Earth, you know? By the way, knowing what we know now. Um, After having finished it? Yeah. Do, do you think they were like avoiding anything? Do you think he was like avoiding it? Yeah, well, the thing is, is that like, we'll get to the argument that ensues in just a minute between uh, these centaurs and the other one, Ferenz. But I do think they, they know or believe they know something that the stars foretell. Because what we'll learn in a minute is that um, centaurs talk to the stars. They're like, they are, I, I don't know how to say it other than that. And I don't think that's the correct way to explain it. But they sort of um, read the future in the stars. Uh, and so... I'm thinking, based on this, knowing what we know now and the little argument they have, that they definitely um, saw something. It's just like, yeah. I, I guess they have this moral code of like, what's going to happen is going to happen. So yeah. there's no and point. Don't say anything. If you see something, don't say something. Yeah, it's um, very what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, and yeah. I think that's really lame because that's how everybody gets herpes. Exactly, they're filled with herpes. These herpetic senators. Yeah, well, I'm just going, God, uh, so are probably all the senators. Um, <sighs> he just goes, the forest hides many secrets, which is, okay, like, why are you, it's like they have this ability that they refuse to share. Like, it's yeah. almost a little pompous, in my opinion. Yeah, it's really fucking rude. They're like, we know shit, but, uh, mm. doodles. Bad things happen sometimes. Anyway, goodbye. <laughs> and then Death is inevitable for us all, especially tonight. Gotta go. Bye-bye. Right? What's funny is I was unaware of the villain Bane when this book came out. So that's, I mean, there's nothing funny about it. There's no correlation. But yeah. No, but but Bane, Bane, Bane's a real asshole. He's, a, he's the real Bane of my existence. Okay, I gotta go. Uh, so... Uh, those, the, the senators, I'm just going to keep calling them senators because it's really fun. So the senators take off. Yeah. Like they kind of gave no information. And then they see red sparks. Yes. Harry, Harry, who's with Hagrid and Hermione, see red sparks and they're like, oh, snippety snap. Let's There's fucking trouble. go. So, um, and Hagrid's like, no, you guys stay here. And then off goes Hagrid just like bounding through the woods. With his crossbow. Which is insane. Insane. Also, they've just been left in the woods. Hagrid, By the way, Hagrid, who can never get a spell right and probably knows how good Hermione is, like, why wouldn't he just be like, yo, Hermione, come with me. You'll probably need to save the day because I can't do shit. I have an umbrella for a magic wand. Right? Well, my thought is he probably knows this forest like the back of his hand. Yeah. So and it's a very big hand. So yeah. that's a lot to know. It's a big, I assume, hairy hand. Very, very hairy. Very Harry Potter. Okay, I gotta stop. I really need to. Oh, um, God. So, they're gone for a while. It seems, seems like a long time. Harry and Hermione so are just happened kind of there. Is fucking Malfoy jokingly scared Neville, and Neville shit his fucking pants and Yeah, of sparked. course he did. Yeah, also, like, why would you do that, Malfoy? Like, yeah, Malfoy, you're also scared, you little cunt. 
My thought is that it was an overcompensation. So he's like, I'll just pretend that I'm having lots yeah. of fun as a way to like avoid the fact that I'm extremely scared. I say this from personal yeah. experience going into Universal Studios haunted houses where I just go, <laughs> that's so crazy the whole time. And I'm like, I'm going to shoot myself. Yeah. I'm opposite of you. I'm just like, I'm going to shit myself the second I walk in. Did I ever tell you about the time I was, I went to a haunted house when I was a kid um, in, on Mackinac Island when I was um, probably like 10, I'd say. Um, I went oh. to a summer camp in Michigan and they took us to this haunted house on Mackinac Island for like a field trip. And Damn. while we were in the haunted house, I was going through with the whole group. And for some reason, everybody put me at the front of the group because um, they're like, Nicole, take the bullet. Um, and then some dude jumped out at us and I kicked him in the dick. <laughs> and then they turned all the, the guy ran off and then they turned all the lights on in the haunted house and they came in and they're like, ladies, you cannot, you cannot hurt people. And I'm like, I'm sorry. A man jumped out in front of me. My reflex was kick. Like my mom just always taught me kick a dude in the balls if he tries to fuck with you. So that's what I did. And yeah, then, you're like, I followed the instructions I was given. I am prepared for. Yeah, I am prepared for a man jumping out in front of me. So you know what? Yeah, the whole Me Too movement was like no big deal for me because I'm like, men have been bothering women. I've just been kicking everybody in the dick. That's so funny. Yeah, it's also just like, you shouldn't have put me at the front of a, like, read the room. Yeah, read the room. I don't think anybody knew what I was capable of because at the time I was just a loud, weird kid. Ah, the days. Ah, the glory days. I have no idea what it's like to be loud and weird anymore. (laughs) Alas, here we are, back in the forest. Okay, so. And they decide to redistribute the groups. All right. This is stupid that it's like, to me, my only logic is that Hagrid is so pissed at Malfoy for having been the one that outed the dragon that he doesn't want to be anywhere near him. Yeah. Why would he separate the groups like that? You yeah. Know? Like, stay to, stay to fucking gather. Uh, yeah. But then, but then he has an executive decision of, all right, Harry, you go with Malfoy. Yeah, and then Neville will stay there with him and Hermione. Mm-hmm. And, and his logic was like, he was like, dude, sorry, Harry, but he's going to have a harder time frightening you and we've got to get this done. Like, it's just like, yeah. we got to fucking... Fang- and then Fang went with Harry and Malfoy. Yeah. So on they go through the woods when they uh, see something up ahead, bright and white. And um, I guess they just... It was, like, it was the dead unicorn. They saw a dead yeah. unicorn. They come across and it's sort of this, like, you know, very classic, like, look, and they, like, sneak up on it. Um, very and, sad. And then something in the shadows. Yeah, they hear Talk like a, a slithering sound. Mm-hmm. And something hooded comes out like a fucking weird beast. And they're all standing there like just, you know, fight, flight, or freeze. And they froze. Uh-huh. And, and it's just drinking fucking uni blood. Yeah, it starts drinking its blood. Malfoy screams and bolts along with Fang. So they just fucking leave. Malfoy screams like a little bitch because he is like one. a little bitch. Uh-huh. And then Harry, true to Gryffindor spirit, stays. Also cuz I think he was terrified. But when they And scream, also because because he uh, was having a really fucking bad headache in his bolt. Yeah. He couldn't move because he was so afraid. And this thing by the way, they scream and it looks right at him. Yeah. And and, and it just, like, starts coming toward him. He's terrified. Then all of a the sudden, 
like the the fucking scar is hurting he's half blind because he's like in so mm-hmm. much pain mm-hmm. staggers backwards and then he hears hooves and something jumps over him charging at the figure he falls down because his head is hurting so bad and it like he's just kind of out of it for a minute and there's another centaur standing there it's not ronan or bane what is a palomino body what does that mean is that like politically incorrect by the way Hold on. I'm Palomino a type of horse? Is it spotted? I think a Palomino is a type of horse. But where are you seeing Palomino, the word Palomino? In my book, it says, when he looked up, the figure had gone. A centaur was standing over him. Not Ronan or Bane. This one looked younger. He had white blonde hair and a Palomino body. I think a Palomino is a kind of horse, yeah. Okay. I'm looking at it I'm, I'm, I'm almost 100% certain. It it's, is. A, it's got it's a, a gold coat yeah. with a white mane. Okay, so... Okay. There's a golden a man re- with white hair. This is a pre- this is a pretty fucking regal. It's a regal centaur. Yeah. It's a regal senator. Um, and the and first- he's like, "Are you all right? Thank you. What was that, uh, senator? True to fucking form, doesn't does answer. Not answer. Ugh. And then he's like, You're the you know what? There's part of me that was like, thought this senator was center centaur. Fucking Jesus. I thought this centaur, centaur was gonna be fucking cool. Because I think he was, but I thought that was kind of... He was of pretty cool compared to the other ones, but, like, the whole, like, them not saying shit, I was like, okay, so it really is just a centaur thing. But um, maybe it's, and then, yeah, but maybe it's, like, the community of centaurs has a code. I don't fucking know. But he's curious. He, like, re- he sees the scar, which is now, like, standing out. And he knows it's, he knows it's Potter. Yeah, and he's like, we've got to get you back to Hagrid. You're not safe here. He says the forest is not, a safe, is not safe at this time, especially for you. And offers okay, by the way, ride. now that we know what we know about the hooded figure who's chowing down on the fucking unicorn, now that we know what we know, which is going to happen, why didn't he just fucking kill him then, you know? I assume that he doesn't have... I mean, he's, it's like... Um, if you tried to... Okay, two kids putting on a giant coat and mm-hmm. trying to be an adult... Mm-hmm. I feel Hilarious. like it's kind of like that where yeah. he's got to like get the other person in on it. So it comes toward him and it's just, I think it all happened so quickly that this horse yeah. came and it's like, he can't afford to like be weakened by trying to fight through this horse right now. Cause he's, he's got a bigger goal and he needs to like lay low and pr- like preserve his energy. So he's like, fuck it. Let me just get out of here. By the way, now that I know what I know, I'm curious to see how all of this is going to play out in the movie, like how they're going to make this look. Yeah. Um, very excited. Very about interesting. That. Cause I haven't seen it since it came out. Like I saw it in theaters and I haven't watched it since. So I'm excited to like relive that and, you know, complain again. Um, I can't, I'm so excited for us to complain together. I'm truly looking forward to it. It's going to be amazing. Um, okay. And so then so, he hops up on Ferenz um, and they take off and then they run into Bane and Ronan and Bane and Ronan are like, bro, why the fuck are you carrying around a fucking person? Like, this is such a big deal. Like, it's like, yeah. oh, that's not what you do. We're not slaves. You're not a comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're not a, you're not a, a fucking, you know, attraction in Central Park. You don't carry around humans. Yeah, they're like, what is wrong with you? And Ferenz is like, do you guys know who this is? This is the Potter boy. The quicker he leaves the forest, the better. He's like, he's like, look, I don't want there to be trouble here. I live in this forest, and I know that this boy is trouble with whatever's going on. We need to get him out. And they're like, yeah. they're mad because they're like, have you been telling him stuff? 
We are sworn not to set ourselves against the heavens. Have we not read what is to come in the movements of the planets? So that's what I was trying to say earlier is that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, it's the same to me almost as astrology, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, which they touch on a little bit later, fortune telling and how McGonagall says it's not necessarily a, the most accurate form of magic. Um, but that's, I guess, because someone could also, I mean, it's like real psychics. Some of them might be real, but you could get swindled real easily. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or you could just choose to believe no psychics are real and save yourself the money. But why do that? Yeah, when yeah, why do that? Absolutely. Pay someone money to tell you that waste, you're going to be okay. Waste your money for a reading. Why not? Yeah. I mean, it's like, whatever. You can't afford therapy. Go to a psychic. Um, or kill a unicorn and drink its blood and save yourself. I mean, truly. And then Ronan kind of tries to be like, hey, you know, I'm sure he was trying not to, you know, I, I think he just thought he was doing what's best. Bane seems like the real asshole. For yeah. the best, what does that to do with us? Centaurs are concerned with what has been foretold. Also, it's like you're, you're concerned with what has been foretold is so weird that it's like, our only concern is what's going to happen and we do nothing about it. It's like, what in By the way, since the unicorn's, like, dead and shit, like, wouldn't the centaurs, wouldn't the centaurs, I'm gonna fuck it up forever, just go and, like, eat up the fucking leftover unicorn that's just like Well, no, because what Harry explains to him about, uh, or what uh, Ferenz explains, um, it's a monstrous thing to slay a unicorn. So when they're writing back, and he's trying to be like, why is Bane so angry? Friends ask him, do you know what unicorn blood is used for? When he explains it, only one who has nothing to lose and everything to gain would commit such a crime. The blood of your unicorn will keep you alive, even if you are an inch from death, but at a yeah, terrible yeah. price. So basically, oh. it, drinking the blood automatically curses your life. Oh, okay, never mind. All right, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm a dum-dum. You will have um, but half a I life. Thought, I thought it was just like, well, shit. I mean, if it's there, go get it. No, so it's like basically trading in death. Like instead of death, yeah. you get a cursed life. And that's why it's like, who would do that? But the logic is, well, they're only doing that to buy enough time to get to the Sorcerer's Stone and the Elixir of Life. Yeah. And that's when, because Harry Potter is still like, I don't understand who would do that. And I mean, at this point, like, I guess it would probably be different if Harry had grown up in the wizarding community, but Ferenz basically spells it out for him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's like, you can't think of anybody? Like, not no... no yeah, I love how Ferenz is like, all the, all the centaurs are like, we don't get involved. And then Ferenz is just like, loose lips sinking ships over here. Just like, ab- abandoning his people yeah. to be like, okay. He's just like a He's gossip. like, I got some hot goss, okay? <laughs> I've got the, the gift tea. of the gab, and I'm sharing it with Harry Potter. By the way, I'm picturing Ferenz like a co-host on like a Bravo show. Yeah, just like, like the gayest. Oh, here's the juice. Ooh, you are not going to believe what's happening in the forest. Bit. Oh my God. He, Ferenz during a confessional is just like, yo, Harry had no clue, but I gave him the fucking download, okay? Yeah. And so he says it to Harry. Harry is like, all of a sudden realizes, you know, he doesn't, he just sort of uh, Socratic methods his way into letting Harry know without saying it. I love how so, he's like, can you think of nobody who's waited many years to return to power has clung to life awaiting their chance? No? No, and then Harry thinks of what Hagrid had told him the night they met, where he says, some say he died, cod swell up in my opinion, didn't know if he had enough human left in him to die. And so Harry- you mean- he goes to he's about to ask and then of course everyone finds him Hermione 
Harry, Harry, you all right? Hermione's running up to him. Hagrid comes puffing behind. Um, and, and then, and then Ferenz is like, deuces, bye. He just like fucking planted a whole bunch of seeds in, Sari- in Harry's little head. And then he just skedaddles. Anyway, good luck with that. And he just leaves. Bye-bye. So. And then uh, they get back to um, the next morning. They're fine. They get back. Um, Harry tells them what happened. Yeah. He fills them in. I mean, Ron wasn't there for anything. And I just love that, like, Harry's like, oh, my God, here's what happened. Snape wants a stone for Voldemort, and Voldemort's waiting in the forest, and Ron's like, stop saying his name. Um, and then also, I love this now knowing what I know. Harry, the, um, they keep emphasizing that you know who is scared of Dumbledore. Yeah. They Which, keep like, emphasizing, emphasizing that, emphasizing that, and that's why he had to get sent away. Yeah, that it's like they had to, they had to act while Dumbledore. And that happens in the next chapter. I'm getting ahead. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, no, but and then they just talk about they. He touches on briefly how they're like, you know, reading the stars and whatever. Um, I like that. What it was Hermione that's like. Anyway, who says centaurs are right? It sounds like fortune telling to me. That's where she says it. And Professor McGonagall mm-hmm. says it's a very imprecise branch of magic, which honestly feels like maybe she's throwing some shade at uh, a fortune teller but that's fine yeah mm-hmm. a little bit of shade a little bit of shade she seems like she can throw that shade though she seems pretty accurate about things yeah so the sun's coming up they pass out exhausted sore throats from just talking all night and then harry am in his bed finds the, the cloak of invisibility that's right the invisibility cloak has with returned. a note in the same handwriting just in case yeah it's like, what? I'm like, oh my God, who is hooking this boy up? Yeah. I know. By the way, who I suspected the whole time. But anywho. I mean, yeah, of course. And yeah. Thank God for him. And then here we are through the trapdoor. Chapter 16. So this is like, just reading the name of the chapter, you're like, oh, shit's about oh, to. Oh, it's on. It's about, it's about to pop off. I mean, it's and the it's end got- of the book. It has to be going down. But it's like. In oh, the okay. book. In the book, uh, for chapter 16, the illustration is uh, the three-headed dog. So I'm like, oh, it's on, like, Donkey Kong. Like, it's fucking happening. Here we go. Oh, that's so funny. I don't have that illustration until halfway through this chapter. There's there's an illustration. Because I have the illustrated by Jim K version. Mm-hmm. But I just knew from the fucking name. Because the trapdoor is what it's guarding. So I was like... Oh, shit. Granted, I had a slight advantage of having read the entire series before, but... Yeah. All right. So it, star- it starts with... In the exams. years to come, Harry would never quite remember. That's, like, how he managed to get through his exams. So he's in this state of mind of, like, great, Voldemort wants to kill me. At any second, he could just fucking... Pop up out of nowhere. I'm deadsies. It's hot as fuck. They are taking their exams. I like that they get new quills that have a... RB Witch with an anti-cheating spells. Yeah, I love the anti-cheating spells. Right, right, right. And it was fun hearing some of their practi- their um like practical exams. Ah, <sighs> so you know they're all going about their day trying to you know he's trying to ignore it. Neville's like, oh, you probably just have exam nerves, but it, but it's um he's like, no, I have I'm gonna die nerves. Yeah, Harry, the nightmare he's he used to have before all the time is now worse because he's seeing that blood that figure. hooded figure. Yeah, yeah. so. He's just can't sleep and, you know, 
losing his mind. And Ron and Hermione are kind of like not as worried. They're kind of more focused on exams, probably because, you know, they didn't see what he saw in the forest. And yeah. um, they weren't having the same nightmares. Yeah. But and then Harry's it? head is hurting him. Yeah, like crazy. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, they finished their something, exams. Something, something's up with that. Yeah, and it's like, He's complaining about it. He's, he's had this happen before, but this is worse and more frequently, like way more frequently. Hermione's like, go to Madame Pomfrey. And he's like, I don't think I'm ill. He's like, I think it means dangerous coming, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. And then they're like, you know, we're going to be fine. We're safe as long as uh, Dumbledore's around because Voldemort is not going to come if Dumbledore is there. Yeah, and it's like, you know... Neville will play Quidditch in England before Hagrid lets Dumbledore down. So it's like, Fluffy's still there. Snape won't know how to get past Fluffy. And so then then Harry is like, I got to go see Hagrid at some point. Yeah. He, um, well, here's what happened. Um, watching Owl Flutter. Oh, yeah, he was just watching an Owl Flutter with a note thinking about how Hagrid was the only one ever sends him notes. And then he has a sudden... Something suddenly occurs to him. He, like, jumps up. He's like, I've got, we've got to get to Hagrid. So they Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then it occurs to him. He goes, I feel like you alluded to this when we, a few chapters ago about the dragon's egg and, like, the guy with the, he's like, don't you think it's fucking weird that Hagrid just happened to run into a dude in a bar who had a dragon's egg? What? Yeah, like, they're illegal. What are the odds? Yeah. And he's kind of like, oh, fuck. This is more than meets the eye. Yeah, this is this is no bueno. And then so they, he's like, you know, and Hagrid, as you know, is a loose lip sinking ships. So he's like, I gotta go find out what the fuck happened. Yeah. So so he goes to Hagrid and he's like, Yeah, when you were talking to that guy, did you mention anything else? And then he's like, Yeah, fuck, I did. Yeah. He told him how to get past Fluffy which was music. Music. Oh, by the way, in this, in this whole scenario, because Hagrid suddenly looks horrified, I don't think it occurred to Hagrid, oh, this man swindled me. All he thought was, oh, I've just accidentally told the people who I know know about Fluffy how to get past Fluffy. Yeah. Like, I don't think Hagrid even thought of it. Yeah, not like, at all. He just, I mean, God bless his soul that he thinks the best of people, that this... He was having a nice drink with an innocent dragon egg dealer. Yeah. Like, oh. The shadiest dude in a bar. Just, that's like meeting a Coke dealer in the bar and being like, here's the password to my uh, computer. Uh, here's so my social security. Break into my house yeah. later. Uh, you can just get right into the computer and get shit. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. He seemed fun. Like, what do you? Yeah, what a guy. I mean, he gave me exactly what I wanted. Yeah, all of us want an eight ball of Coke when we're fucking jonesing for an eight ball of coke in the bar late at night when we're fucking hammered by the way i say that like i blow coke all the time and i have to be honest i wish i did i mean i've never done it because i'm just already too annoying so i'm afraid to try it oh it is heaven oh good to know that's another story uh (laughs) anywho so he's like oh snippety snap um i gotta get to dumbledore yeah well no they are like i shouldn't have told you that and they and harry goes we have to get to dumbledore um, and then he's like, well, Dumbledore fucking is out of town. 
Yeah. No, who do they? Oh, they run into Professor McGonagall. Professor McGonagall. So they, they're like, Harry just is like, I'm done. I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm, where's Professor Dumbledore? And she's like, why? And he just blurts it out. You know what I mean? He's like, listen, it's about the sorcerer. It's about the stout. And she's just like, wait, what? Yeah. She literally, the book she's carrying tumble out of her arm. She drops her shit. And she's like, how do you know? And she's like, look. I know that, and he almost says Snape, but he's like, someone's going to try and steal the stone. Like, he's just like, I'm not going to fucking, I can't go into the details of why, blah, blah, blah. And she, you know, Professor McGonagall being confident in her staff, in Professor Dumbledore, um, says, trust me, it's very well protected. And when he goes to like counter her, and I assume like he was going to try to explain, listen, here's what I know that you don't know. She just kind of is like, enough, get back outside. Yeah. Yeah. And then they see fucking Snape in the hallway. Yeah. They're all talking about what they think is going to happen, which is that Snape's going through the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And blah, they're like, blah, it's, blah. It's, all, it's happening tonight. Tonight yeah, is the night. Dumbledore's out of the way. He's got to go in. They, yeah, they smack into him. And then it's just this sort of awkward, you shouldn't be inside on a day like this. Like, just sort of a dick, and he's like, you don't want to lose any more points for Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. And he just sort of is like, listen, don't fuck around, or I will personally make sure you get expelled. Yeah. Like, no more nighttime wanderings. Yeah. So, obviously, this is just adding flames to the fire that they're like, for sure, Snape is a bad person. Yeah, for sure. It's happening. And it now... Is. And then um, the... I'm trying to figure out what happened next. Well, they oh they run it they run into McGonagall again, outside of uh, the the third floor door the, the the door to the door. Yeah, and Professor McGonagall turns up and and is just livid. She's like, mm-hmm. "Enough of this! Do not come here. I will take fifty another fifty points from my house. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't want to see you around here." Um, and they had sent Hermione to keep an eye out for if Snape left the um the room mm-hmm. but that kind of backfired she yeah, like she, snape came out and she's like what are you doing she said she's waiting for flitwick um and then snape takes off and she doesn't know where he went yeah um and then they're like all right we uh harry's like we got to do this and then yeah. they're like no and he's like you don't understand if we don't do this like the future is fucked yeah, and they're like, look, yeah, it's just so funny because they're kind of like, it's a bad idea. And he's like, I'm going to die either way. Also, yeah. he killed my parents. Voldemort's going there. Voldemort killed my parents. I have to do something. Yeah. And like, like a true Gryffindor has balls of steel. I mean, fucking, these kids are 11. Yeah. I mean, like, fuck, when I was 11, I mean. Uh, I was afraid I was going to get injured on a trampoline. Like, yeah. I just wanted to get my period so I could get boobs. Like, that was my numero uno concern at the age of 11. Like, one, or the first girl in school got her period, Sarah Balganorth, and I was like, well, Sarah's got getting boobs now because she has her period, and this is what I need to do. I need, that is all I cared about when I was 11. And they're like, let's save the fucking day? What? Let's try to take on very powerful wizards. Like, yeah, let's you take on evil yeah, it's also just, like, at 11 years old, I still was under the delusion that teachers were the smartest people in the world. And that's not to shit on teachers, but, like, 
they're just people. You know what I mean? They're very yeah. smart in whatever their expertise is, but this yeah, just, I, that's still an age where you go like, wow, the teacher, you know what yeah. I mean? Where like, you think they have the answers to everything and they know everything and like, and they're about to take on a wizard teacher. Yeah. <laughs> as far as dumb, they- dumb, 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 but smart at the same time. So he's like, look, I'm going, I'll use the invil- is a vis- invisibility cloak and do my best. And they're kind of like, well, can we all three fit under it? Like, he's like, what are you talking about? It's just this sort of moment of, they're I like, we're coming. Classic. We're not yeah. going to let you go alone. You yeah. Know? And I love this. Then they're like the, you know, the three fucking amigos riding off into the sunset to fucking fight evil together. And then he's like, you know, if we caught you two, we'll be expelled too. And Hermione is like, well, I'll be fine. They're not going to get rid of me. I'm the smartest person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's like, I crushed my fucking exam. It's like, anyway, good luck, Ron. Yeah. Yeah. Ron's like, uh, uh, legacy. Like everybody in my family goes here. Maybe they'll keep me. He didn't say that, but that's what I was thinking. He was thinking. Anywho. So then they go back to their fucking dorm or whatever you want to call it. They're testing out the cloak, blah, blah, blah. And then fucking Neville, the little bitch is like, wait, no, you can't do that. You're going to lose more points for us. Um, you'll get caught again. And then, uh, uh, Hermione drops a fucking binding spell on Neville. Full body bind. Like she's like. Full body I'm bind. And she's so like, sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. And by the way, he couldn't speak, which is like so much fun. Oh my God. Uh, How terrifying to be trapped in a body. Oh. Oh, terrible. And his body, just all the neurosis. Yeah. And all you can do is move your eyes. Oh God. I, I mean, I, that's, you just described my worst case scenario. Oh my God. Yeah. No, like my. I night, can't like, talk or move. My, my God. Like, put me out of my misery if I get to that point. What? I can't share my opinions with everyone? If I can't complain, I don't want to live anymore. Yeah, no, absolutely not. My lifeblood. Yeah, they just sort of are like, our bad bro, and they prop him up and are like, all right, bye. (laughs) They just Um, leave him there. And then they they head out. Uh, Yeah, they head out. Oh, this was so great. And then they're in the invisibility cloak. They see Peeves. And then all of a sudden, Peeves, like, hears something. And then Harry does a voice where he's like, I'm the bloody Baron. It's so Wait, funny. Who the he's fuck just is like, the bloody Baron? I don't remember any. You this, don't remember? Just, like, he's from the very beginning when they introduce all the ghosts. And he's like the one ghost that Peeves is afraid of. He's, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So he's just like. So much I don't. I, you know what, guys? I'm sorry. I'm so dumb. That's why I have Jessica Michelle walking me through this to help remember for me. Because well, there's I'm so idiot. much information to consume. But you remember everything. I think uh, only because I'm reading it out loud. I don't know if I would. If otherwise. I was just. Well, I'm going to start reading out loud. Oh, maybe we can alternate uh, reading chapters for. Okay. No problem. I'll do that. Oh, hell yeah. Um, let's see. So. Peeves is scared shitless because they're like, don't you think the bloody baron has reason from being invisible? Just this, this ghost he's afraid of and he's like, I'm so sorry. My mistake. Blah, blah, blah. You know, and he just like wanders off like, I'm not, I don't want to bother you, sir. And then that worked. Like, which is so crazy. That it's Hilarious. like, like, it's like that scene in Ferris Bueller where he calls and pretends to be your dad or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, Hilarious. Like so awful. So Bueller. So Bueller. Oh, God. I feel like we did that in high school. We had someone call and pretend to be our parents once and, like, call us yeah, all Yeah, I did, I did that for a friend. Uh, it's, it's so insane. So insane. I, um, called for, I called from the school, too, to get my friend out of school. Oh, my God. That's so I called funny. from a school payphone to get my friend out of school. And they're like, okay. Yep. They're like, sure, sure, sure. Um, and then they make it to the door. They go inside. 
Um, they've got the flute from Hagrid. Yeah, I mean, it's very clear. The door's ajar, so they see that, you know, Snape or whoever. Somebody's in there. Yep, So they've got the flute, which Harry had grabbed, that he got from Hagrid for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And it's a thing where, like, the dog almost immediately wakes up if it's not, uh, if music's not playing. So they're just, like, they hit it. There's a, there's a, a harp in there, so somebody had already been in there, but it was right next mm-hmm. to the door. Uh-huh. That's how they figured out it wakes up the moment you uh, quit playing music. So mm-hmm. Harry starts playing, and they, they walk toward the door. He keeps playing, and like then they realize, they look into the door, and there's no uh, bottom that they can see, which is fucking crazy. Um, and there's sort of a bit of a who's going to go first type thing. But Harry's like, look, I'll go first. He hands the flute over, jumps down, and it's just like falling, falling, falling. Yeah, it feels like Alice in Wonderland. Very Alice, down the the rabbit hole or whatever. Yeah, because by the time he gets to the bottom, like the, he says that the trap door looks like a fucking postage stamp. Yeah. So it's way down. But he had a nice cushy landing because he landed in vines. Yeah. And then he tells Ron and Hermione, jump two, they head down. Yeah, and so it's a soft landing. And they're like, whew, what a blessing. And they, that's when they realize that it's not just any vines. Hermione's like, um, this stuff is wrapping around you guys. Yeah, and Hermione gets off. And she's... Gets, uh, she unsta- <laughs> uh, gets, <laughs> Hermione's just over there just fucking... Like, oh, yeah, I love devil snare. <laughs> Naughty devil snare. <laughs> she gets up in time, and she's trying to remember. She's like, fuck, what did we learn about this? Devil snare. And she realizes that, like, oh, it likes dark and damp. And then Harry, while being choked, is like, light a fire. And she's, of course, but there's no wood. Which Ron is like, hilarious. Have like, you- you're a fucking witch, bitch. Go. Make a fire. So she makes that same fire that she had lit Snape on fire with. Mm-hmm. And the whole plant just sort of, like, loosens its grip and, like, you know, sort of rolls back away from the fire. And they're able mm-hmm. to get up and get out. Like, Fucking thank God for Hermione. All the bravery yeah. in the world couldn't have helped if nobody remembered how to yeah. do this shit. Hermione's a boss. Hermione's a boss. Um, yeah. And then they get to the next place, which is the... Um, there's a the, bunch of birds. There's a bird thing. And they get through that and they realize the birds are keys. And yeah, then like, Harry, with his fucking able to spot little things, um, spots the bird that's the yeah, key. Yeah, seeker eyes. Yeah, they're like, oh, those aren't birds. Because Harry thought they were going to be attacked by birds, and then it's flying keys. Yeah. So, yeah, he spots the one that's all fucking crinkled up. Mm-hmm. It's already been caught. And it's silver, which matches the door handle, which Ron pointed out. But, like, he sees it. So Ron and Hermione try to catch it. They miss. And then, of course, fucking seeker of the century over here. Yep. Dives in grabs it and they're fucking and he can tell it's already been used so he's like yeah this is definitely the one yeah jams it in the door gets it open lets it go um and then they see oh wow there's broomsticks there were broomsticks in there so they got to harry hopped on his broomstick like a boss and that's how he got it yeah yeah so which thank god for the broomsticks because those are going to come in handy for them to exit obviously Mm -hmm. um and and then in the next room it's the chessboard a giant chessboard where they have to Take the place of pieces. Yep. And, and, you know, we all know Ron's the chess guy. So we so know like, this is, this is going to be his room that he's going to just crush. This is your moment. And he does. He, not only does he, like, play a good game, but he sacrifices, sacrifices himself. himself. 
And Which he- is like some Ron level fucking Ron Gryffindor shit, brave dude. And he lets them know how to win before he's like, all right, this is it. This is where I go. But you guys got this. Yeah. And he's like, look, that's just, that's chess. You got to make some sacrifices. Yeah. Like, he's like, that's how it goes, baby. You got to lose some pieces to win the game. So he tells them what to do. He gets fucking clobbered by this queen. Mm-hmm. Harry makes the move, and they, you know, they've won this chess, this giant chess game. The door opens up. He and Hermione go through a door, mm-hmm. and it's, um, this is the fire one, right? Yeah, the fire, and. Uh, so they step through. There's bottles. They step through fire. Yeah. She's like, we've had Sprouts. That was the Devil's Flare. Flitwick must have put charms in the keys. McGonagall transfigured the chessmen. What's weird to me is that it's like a thousand percent there are more teachers here. Yeah. But it's all their first there's year teachers. There's a bunch of, there's all these teachers are doing the heavy lifting. And first year teachers, I mean, the first year teachers, you would get the first year teachers to like put together like the team that's going to protect something that important. But it's also like, I don't know. Maybe these teachers are with them the whole time and these are just the best of the best and they happen to teach that age group because when you think about it, that's like nearing middle school age and that is a bunch of fucking shitheads. So you yeah. kind of need hard-ass teachers. Yeah. So maybe they are the good ones. Who so she realizes we've got Quirrell's spell and Snape's left and they walk through this door. Um, well, the first thing they see is a troll, which would have yeah. been Quirrell's, but whoever is in ahead of them, Snape or whoever has killed the troll already. So they're like, Ooh, yeah. thank God. Cause it's even bigger and nastier than the one they faced in the bathroom. Yeah. And yeah. that's when they go through the door with flames and there's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go through the door with flames. There's these bottles, black flames. Um, and they're trapped. Yeah. So there's uh, a series of seven bottles, all different shapes and sizes. And, uh, there's a paper lying next to them and they read it. La di da 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 da. Um, and Hermione let out a sigh. Harry amazed. She was smiling. And Hermione's like, oh, oh, brilliant. I love how Hermione's like, appreciates the brilliance of this like, evil, maniacal person that put together this thing. Well, I think um, she's so relieved because she's like, oh, it's not going to be magic I have to figure out. It's logic. Yeah. Which, like, I love. I love yeah. a good logic puzzle. That's my favorite yeah. thing. Like, yeah, totally. Sign and, Hermione's, me and Hermione's like, I'm so smart. I got it. Yeah, and it's uh, funny that she says a lot of the great, greatest wizards haven't got an ounce of logic because I'm just picturing this, like, cartoonish Merlin-y yeah. ding-dong who can cast these powerful spells, but you can't fucking tie his shoes. You know what I mean? And then I still don't understand what her logic was for all of the things. She's like, but the smallest bottle this, and then this one this, and then I drink this, and then you drink this. Um, oh, wow. I mean, I, it, I mean, it like, I mean... It lines up right with what's written on the paper, Nicole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. It was all confusing to me. But so she figures out three of them are poison, two are wine. One will get us back safely from where we came from, and one gets you through the door. Cause, so there's a black fire ahead of them, purple mm-hmm. fire behind them. But there's not enough for them to go together. Yeah, because they find the one. Because, you know, whoever has gone through the black fire has already drank it from it. So he picks that up, and he realizes there's only enough for one of us. They yeah. make the executive decision. Harry's like, look, this is my thing. I'm going to go through. You drink this, this one, go back, get Ron, grab brooms through the flying key room and get the fuck out and get a letter to Dumbledore. Yeah, Which also, go get help. The fact that he thought, he's like, I don't know how long I could hold Snape off, but I can try. It's like the length of an owl flying from like probably upper UK to London. Yeah. Like, 
And hilarious. then Dumbledore has to get back. That's you think that you can hold him off? Yeah, that's Mission Impossible. You fucking but, maniac. Yeah. Uh, anywho, um, uh, Hermione's like, oh, I love you. Um, um, yeah, sort of like. I think there's like, a part a of her. You're a great wizard. I mean, there's a part of her that's like, he might die. You know what I mean? But she. But she, way, I love how she goes. She's, he's like, yeah, I'm not as good as you. And she goes, me? Books and cleverness? There's way more important things. Friendship and bravery? Oh, bravery? Oh, Harry, be careful. Of yeah, course, it's like, oh, yeah, friendship's like, going to help you in a yeah, fight yeah. against a wizard. Yeah, Hermione knows what's up. She's fucking like, yeah, I'm a fucking boss bitch. I know shit, all right? She's like, but I need to build him up before he goes in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you to do this. So, yeah, you're great. So um, she drinks first. And says, he's like, it's not poison. She's like, no, but it's like ice. And he's like... Get through the fucking fire before it wears off. Yeah. He goes. He drinks his. And he's like, all right, here we fucking go. Turns to face the black flame. Starts walking through. What's crazy to me, what I wonder, reading the description, because it says it was indeed as though ice was flooding his body. And then saw the black flames licking his body, but couldn't feel them. My thought is like, okay, so do you not feel it? Or is it actually not burning you? <laughs> like, Yeah, it makes you impervious to flames. So, which is fine. But it's just crazy that it's yeah. like, damn, that's like next level. That it wasn't just like cut off your nerves. It's like you're now for the next however many seconds flame retardant. <laughs> I just wanted to say retardant. Uh, um, I, love, I appreciate that. So he walks in. Somebody's there. Not who he suspected because it's not Snape. And it's not Voldemort. And of course, in my mind, I'm like, oh, fuckity duda. Who could it be? Yeah. Um, Did you have any suspicions? Were you immediately like, it's got to be this person? I mean, I was like, it's got to be. I mean, the more I thought about it, because I was waiting after I read it, I was waiting to do the last chapter with you. Yeah. So I had time to like mull it over. But like intuitively, my first thought, I'm like, I mean, it's got to be one of the other teachers and characters we met. Like, there's no way she would just introduce a completely brand new character at this point. That's true. Were you like Um, maybe Malfoy? No, I wasn't thinking, I was thinking it had to be like a teacher or a professor, like one of the guys or gals, you know, uh, yeah. Snape had been seen talking to. Cause I was just like, oh, Snape sent somebody to do his dirty work. Like that's what he that did. That was your thought. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, oh, so, so it, it's like, logically it still makes sense when we start chapter 17 and it begins with, it was Quirrell. And like, I knew the name of the 17th chapter was the man with two faces. And I was like, okay, is there a dude who has two faces? Like, I'm like, what the hell could this be? And now I'm looking at the drawing for it and it's a dude with a turban on and it's Squirrel. That's so funny. It has that drawing there. I forgot because we're looking at different books because I have the illustrated one. And yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also like, then you like look at that and you just go, okay, like, is this, you know, okay. So it's like a metaphorical two faces. Like he's being two faced maybe. Yeah. So I'm still like, I have no idea where the fucking two faces come in. But anyways, and then he's like, it's Squirrel. Um, and, and Harry's obviously shocked. He's like, you, and uh, then this is a quarrel we've never seen before. He's a non-stuttering. Yeah, just Completely empowered, mean fucking dude. Yeah, like, he's, it's me. I wondered if you'd be meeting me, and he's like, Harry just is like, lays it out. Dude, I thought Snape, and Quirrell's just sort of like, (laughs) yeah, very evil. Yeah. Just like, oh yeah, he does seem the type. So useful to have him swooping around like an overgrown bat. And it's just this sort of very classic villainy, like 
Next to him, who would suspect poor stuttering Professor Quirrell? So it's just this whole like revealing of like, yes, it was all part of my plan. Oh, it's so, it was so unexpected. Like, yeah, I mean, it was expected in the sense of like, but like all just when you were reading this to me and he wasn't stuttering and he was just this evil dude, it like blew my fucking mind. Like yeah. all of a sudden, it's just everything flipped on its head. And Absolutely. then when he explained that like Snape was like actually the one trying to save you and it was him casting the spell. And then he was like during the Quidditch match. And then he was like, well, fucking Hermione, when she ran to fucking cast the spell on Snape, bumped him, hand over. broke his con- eye contact. And like, that's what, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah. And like, that's why he wanted to referee the next game. Yeah. Because and he was like, going to protect Harry. And it was like, what? And it, but it's like, here's, what, here's the thing. I was just like, oh, so on all of this, Snape's a good guy. But it's like, no, Snape really still does have beef with fucking uh, Potter. But we still don't know why. We find out later. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm like what, what kind of fucking problem? He's like, yeah, Snape doesn't like you, but he doesn't want you to fucking die. Yeah, like, he's not a fucking cartoon villain. I am. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, that's me. <laughs> and then he sees behind him the fucking mirror of her said yeah and it's- uh, and he's like oh shit uh, oh and then and then uh quirrell does this rope binding him thing and there's this thing a plant or vine thing whatever yeah he sort of he puts a spell on not a spell but he casts something so that um what's his name what's his name harry potter <laughs> is tied up and he has the mirror and he's like this is the key I need this, like, to figure out how to get the the stone. Yeah. And he he looks in the mirror, thinking, like, I'm going to look in here. It's going to tell me where the stone is. Mm-hmm. And uh, he looks in it, and he sees himself presenting it to his, my master, which uh, he goes, you know, he tried to frighten me, but as long as I had floored when I had Lord Voldemort on my side. So at this point we realize my master, he's clearly talking about Voldemort. Mm-hmm. But Harry's only logic is like, I'm not going to be able to defeat him. He's like fucking tied up and he can't get out. So he's like, I just got to keep him distracted. So he keeps trying to bring up like, Oh, but Snape always seemed to hate me. And that's when he's like, he basically says what we just said. He's like, yeah, yeah I mean, he was at yeah, Hogwarts with your father. But they he doesn't want you dead. Like, that's crazy. And then he's like, but, he's like, but wasn't, wasn't he in the classroom with you? And, that's, and he's like, uh, Nabra, that was Lord Voldy. Yeah, but I mean, this is the first time, as soon as he goes like, I thought he was yelling at you. And then sort of bringing up that memory of him being yelled at by Lord mm-hmm. Voldemort, you see a little bit of fear in Quirrell. Like, this is the yeah. first time... And, and he's like, sometimes I find it hard to follow my master's instructions. It's so creepy. So creepy. He's, he's a great like wizard. Possessed. He really seems like a Scientologist here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so uh, Voldemort, the, Voldemort, he's now a person who's real. Yeah. He's like, okay. And now it's official. Voldemort's in the picture. Um, yeah. It's like, oh, he was in the classroom with you. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, he's like, and then I think, well, oh no, not yet, not yet. Hold on, hold on. I got ahead of myself. Um, and then he's like, "Yeah, Voldemort was fucking pissed at me when I botched things at Gringotts." And Harry um, like remembers meeting him in Diagon, Diagon Alley. Alley, and he was like, "Oh, he was fucking there that day." Um, 
uh, is the stone inside the mirror? Oh um, yeah, Coral's like looking in the mirror, like I don't fucking get it. Like this is supposed to tell me where to go. Is it inside the mirror? Do I break the mirror? And Harry's like, fuck, what do I do? Yeah, and Harry's like, well, if I can get in front of the mirror, you know, I yeah. I could probably figure it out. Yeah, he's like, what I want more than anything is to find the stone before Coral does. Yeah, so he's like trying to like coax his mind to be like, this is what means the most to me. I've got to get in front of the mirror. Yeah. And then Coral yeah, so, in front of the mirror and nothing happens. Yeah. Coral's like panicking and he's like, how does it work? What do I do? Help me master. And he fucking hears a voice coming from Coral, but not from his mouth. And that's when he's like, use the boy. It's like a creepy high pitched voice. And that's when he just like thrusts Harry into in front of the mirror. Well, he claps and the ropes fall off, which is great. Yeah. And Harry's just like, look in the mirror. And, you know, he says, look in the mirror, tell me what you see. And Harry obviously is like, okay, I've just got to lie. I got to look and lie about what I see. By the way, I love love how he's like, and then he smells his turban. This stinky turban still. Like, it's so smelly. So vile. And, Um, And he steps in front of the mirror. He sees his reflection, and it's him obviously just looking like, pale and terrified for a second but then the reflection smiles at him and puts into his pocket it puts its hand into its pocket pulls out a blood red stone winks and if we remember before like coral can't see what's going on in the mirror like when he looked in the mirror at his family ron couldn't see his family you can only see your thing you can only see your thing yes so his reflection Coral's not saying this no his reflection puts the stone back in his pocket and then harry feels the actual stone in real life into he feels it in his pocket it like drops in his pocket and he's and like, he's like holy snaps, fuck? I've got the fucking stone in my pocket. Um, and then Quirrell's like, what do you see? What do you see? And like Harry doing his best fucking lie. He's like, oh, I won the cup for House Gryffindor and Dumbledore shaking my hand. And then, you know, Quirrell's pissed because he's like, no, that's not good. No. Uh, and then uh, he shoves him aside and, and, and you know, Harry's way. like, should I run for it? Do I, what do I do? And then that voice comes out again. He lies. He lies. And then he's like, um, then the voice is like, let me speak to him face to face. And then yeah. Quirrell's like, master, no, you're not strong enough. Um, uh, and then he starts fucking taking off his turban. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck could he be fucking taking off his turban for? Yeah, it's fucking creepy. And all of a sudden, like, this had been such a big turban because he... His head looked strangely small without it. Then he turns around and where the back of his head should be, there is a fucking gross face. It's chalk white, glaring red eyes, slits for nostrils. There's basically like a white snake head on the back of Quirrell's head. I love that this whole time I thought the guy who was going to be playing Snape in the movie, because I found that out, Someone ruined it for her. Stop ruining somebody, shit for her. Yeah, guys, don't tell me anything at all. Don't send her Some, anything so about the movie of course, or the characters. I'm thinking, I was thinking Alan, Alan Rickman was going to be playing Voldemort. but really, you've seen him Snape. on the posters. Because I've seen him on the posters. Um, and then there, now there's this horrible creature that's playing Corel who lives on the back of somebody's head. Like, Is that how he has to exist on the back of somebody's head only? We'll find out. I know, you're not going to tell find me. Out. Right now, he has to exist somehow attached to somebody. So he's fucking attached. He's a, he's a Siamese twin. He's a conjoined twin <laughs> with fucking Quirrell. 
Yeah, just a smelly. I don't like. Why does he smell so bad? By the way, is Quirrell not washing the back of his head? I mean, you really should wash the back of your head. For those of you who have uh, a conjoined twin, um, wash your fucking twin. Wash your twin. The dominant twin. Wash your non-dominant twin. All right. Seriously, do us all a favor. Um, do your do your twin a favor. Your twin wants it. Um, Truly. So it's this big exposure. Now Harry's looking in the face of Voldemort, who's just very like Harry Potter. And he starts sort of lamenting, like, look what you've done to me. Look what I've become. I, I, oh, I can only have form when I share another's body. But luckily, you know, there's people who still are willing to share their body with me. Yeah. I've been drinking unicorn's blood. You saw a faithful quarrel drinking it in the forest. And once I have the elixir of life, I'll be able to create a body of my own. And then he just calls him out. He's like, why don't you give me that stone you have in your pocket? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And then, uh, and then he starts talking shit. He's like, yo, I fucking slayed your parents. You, they died begging me for mercy. Um, I killed your father first, um, put up a fight. And then your mom was trying to protect you. So I fucking murdered her. Don't make her death in vain. Give me the goddamn stone. Yeah, like he tried to guilt guilt him into giving it. He's like, you don't want her to have died in vain and just have me kill you. Yeah. And then Harry being fucking brave as fuck is just like, never just tries to take off. And and then Voldy screams, sees him. And then Quirrell reaches for him. And then Harry's scar. I love how Harry's scar is like his, his barometer. Yeah. People are like, trust your gut. People are like, trust your bolt. Yeah, trust your bolt. Well, as soon as Han, as Quirrell touches him, he gets a sharp pain, but also Quirrell like screams in pain. Like it burns him to touch him. It's crazy. And then, uh, so he tries again. Tries to hold him. He tries to put his hands on Harry's neck. Yeah, and like, Harry's scar is like so much, it's so much pain. He's like pretty much gone blind at this point. But Coral, let's go again. He's like, I can't hold my hands on him. And like, he's pinning him, but let's go of his hands. He's like burning him. And then Voldemort, which like, this is just like the evil version of what Hermione had just done with the devil's snare. But he's like, dude, you're a fucking wizard. Just kill him. Yeah, do it. Bucket the fuck up and go for it. And then Quirrell's uh, like, all right, I'm going to do a fucking deadly curse. And, and thinking, then, like, such quick thinking, Harry's like, I just got to fucking get my hands on him and yeah. let him burn. Obviously, there's something about me that's going to fucking kill him. So Harry's, like, grabs him. By the face. By the face. Oh, I love that. Can't wait to see how this plays out in the movie. Um, and so, and now Harry's just holding on to this dude, all right? Yeah, um, like, for just, dear like, life. Like a fucking bucking Bronco. Yeah, like, like you said before, like a drunk girl at fucking Saddle, saddle Ranch. ranch just riding a bull, just, just trying to stay on. And he's um, like holding on for dear life, and the, his, the head pain from his scar is getting so bad. Like at this point, he can't see. All he can hear is like shrieks and Voldemort yelling. And just like this whole distant, like... Like, I, like what I imagine, one time I had a seizure because I got too hot because I'm Jewish and I overheat. Oh, Jesus. Hi, I don't know this story. Keep going. Yeah, it was the first football game uh, of my college uh, life. Uh-huh. And I had a seizure and fell off a bus as I was leaving a bus. Uh, Jesus Christ. And the bus driver was like holding me in her arms and my brand new friend who's still like my best friend to this day, Stacy. I could hear her them in the background talking, but like... Mm-hmm. I couldn't talk and I couldn't see anything. I could just hear everyone and they sounded really far away. And I was like, 
I guess this is how I die. <laughs> you're like, you're like, I guess this is what happened to Harry. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to be like, I feel fine. I just can't see you. But then I was like, oh, I can't talk either. Oh, it was actually well, very awful. terrifying. Um, super scary. And I guess maybe that's what death is like. Anyway, Anywho. moving forward. So, Onward. So he blacks out like Jessica he, Michelle did in college a few times. Yeah. Um, um, and he hears like, Harry, Harry. And he just feels... Quirrell's arms, like, rip out of his hand. Everything's black, and he feels like he's just falling, falling, falling. And then he sees something. That looks like a snitch. Yeah, and he tries to catch it, but his arms are too heavy. And he blinks, and it wasn't and he comes snitch to. at all. Yeah. It's, it was, it's old Dumbledore. Dumbledore is staring down at him, and he's like, good afternoon, Harry. And, and Harry immediately, is start, it goes, kicks into, like, Oh my God, thank God you're here. They've stoned. And he's like, bro, relax. We're good. Calm down. Stone's safe. In he fact, it's got destroyed. Yeah. Whatever. Like, he lets him know, like, there is no more stone. And by the way, it's been three days. Yeah, he's, he's in this room, a hospital room filled with candy. And he's like, look, you've been here three days. Everyone's worried. The stone is gone. And him just going... Also, we find out that, because he's like, oh, thank God, you know, Hermione got you an owl in time. And he actually he's like, like, no. He's I was like, I figured it out on my own. Yeah, which, thank God. Yeah. By the way, I love that he's like, I got all the way there, and then I got this instinct to go back. And I'm like, it took you that fucking long, bro? Come on. I mean, he's pretty old. I don't know. Thank whatever. God. I mean, that's a little whatever. Um, and, and Harry, who's in this bed and, like, barely alive, is like, the stone. And he's like, dude, you almost died. Can you shut the fuck up about the stone? Yeah. Um, by the way, I love that in all of this, Madame Pomfrey in the infirmary is like just micromanaging everything. Um, she's like, uh, you need your rest. Um, anywho. Um, and then Harry's like, what about Nicholas Flamel? Because he's like, I destroyed the stone. Um, uh, and he's like, aren't they going to die? And he's like, they put their orders in a fair. Wait, wait, what's the line that I love so much? Um, um, they have enough li- elixir of life to like put their orders in a fair and then. After all, to the well-organized mind, death is but the next great adventure. I want to highlight this. I'm highlighting it too. That's so funny. That's such a great quote. Such a great quote. And also just such a a positive, well, as positive an outlook. It's a great outlook to have about death. Yeah. It's also a great outlook for like somebody to like give poor old fucking Harry who's like wrapping his head around all of this craziness. And he's like, bro, this is life, you know? Yeah. It's also... I think a nice thing to hear as someone who, whose entire family is dead. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe, you know, that's, that's just the next thing, which yeah. I believe. By the way, I want to believe that the stone wasn't destroyed, but whatever. Um, and then I love when Harry kept avoiding saying Voldemort and, and Dumbledore is like, bro, just say the fucking name. Yeah, because Dumbledore, which we, if you remember from the very beginning when they're dropping off baby Harry, he says the name and Professor McGonagall's like, ugh. Like, she hates yeah. when he says the name. He's like, yeah. ah. And he says then, he's like, you can't be afraid of the name. And he tells him, you know, fear of a name increases fear of the thing itself. Yeah. Which I think is true. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Harry's kind of like, like, he's like, he's like, yo, Voldemort's going to come back and get me. Um, like, he's not gone, right? No. And he's like, no, he's not gone. Um, but like, yeah, this is going to be a thing. This is going to happen. Like, you delayed things. Like, this it was a huge setback for him because of you. But, like, yeah, this is, this is your future. Like, this is going to come back at some point. Yeah, it's basically like, 
Well, the best we can hope for at this point is that we continue to delay him and then he never returns to power. That it's like, yeah. look, I'm not going to fucking bullshit you and tell you it's rainbows and sunshine from here on out. It's mm-hmm. like, right now, that's the best we can, we can do. Yeah. Um, there was another quote he had. The truth is a beautiful and terrible thing and should be treated with great caution. Yes, that's such a good one. Because Harry goes to ask Dumbledore. He's like, there's a few things, you know, I'd like to ask you about that I would like to know the truth about. And that's when Dumbledore says that. And, and he basically says, he's like, look, there might be stuff I can't answer, but I'm not going to lie to you. I'm just going to tell you I can't answer it. Yeah. And so I think it's more if he won't answer it. I think he can answer it. He just won't. Yeah. Well, um, I think there's a lot. It, it already seems like based on everything we know that Dumbledore is very big on letting people learn their lessons themselves. Um, yeah, I like that. I like that about Dumby. Um, old Dumbo. Old Dumbos. Um, and then Harry asks the question, yo, the cloak, was that you? And he's like, yeah, bro. Um, your, uh, dad, your dad gave it to me. Uh, and then, uh, he used to use it for sneaking off to the, uh, kitchen to steal food when he was a student. Which, at all Hogwarts. Oh, yeah. My God. By the way, when I was in college, so I told you I had, I don't know if I told fans or at any point ever, I don't know why I would have talked about this, but I was, I pledged a sorority for a month and then I dropped out, but I remained friends with a few of the girls in that sorority. And so one Sorority? um, Kappa Alpha Theta. Ah. So when they, the girls that I remained friends with moved into the house, I remember they'd always be like, yo, there's so much food in the fucking kitchen. So my friend Jill and I, the one I had, who had pledged the sorority with me as well and also dropped out, we were like, this is trash. And then her and I went and moved to like the graduate school half of campus. Sometimes we would go by the sorority and like raid the fucking kitchen. That's and so then funny. a couple of the girls from our class found out who, who, we, had been, who we would have been there with. Um, there was like a huge thing that went out there. Like Jill and Nicole are not allowed here. You got banned from the house yeah, for we, eating their yeah, snacks. Yeah, yeah, we got banned from there for eating snacks. That I don't know. It was like a whole thing. Do you um, get so many emails go out to my sorority that were just like, if uh, do not eat other people's labeled food. Like it yeah. kept happening. Oh, yeah, it was. A, I lived I, in the house for a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine it was a whole shit show, and like all the girls are like, somebody ate my green peas, and it was just like the anorexic girl binging on peas. Um, anyways, oh sororities. We didn't fun. have those. Um, you know, unfortunately. Um, um, we were very much the Harry Potter sorority. <laughs> I love that. Um, fuck, my poor roommate who had to share a messy-ass room with me. Anyway, um, oh, I think back shit. and I'm like, oh, the progress I've made as an individual because, like, what a fucking, like, red flag of my mental health that it's like, I'm in this club and I'm, the, I'm doing this and I'm doing that and my room's just like an explosion. Mm-hmm. you're like i'm an elite sorority and i'm a total mess yeah there were just like dicks everywhere because everyone thought it was funny to keep giving me dick shaped things <laughs> I had, like, a oh my god I love that dick, dick has just always been your brand hasn't it yeah we had a, a joke about a club called the sdcc the suck dick club club <laughs> it was hilarious very stupid anyway we press on so then he asks him about yo why does snape have beef with me and then he's like uh, your father did something. Uh, they didn't, they hated, they detested each other. Um, and then you're like you and Malfoy, but your father did something unforgivable. Um, he saved his life. That brought me to tears. Yeah. Cause it's just, um, it's like, oh, this person you detest and you loathe. Now you fucking owe them forever. You know what I mean? I love this line. And he's like, I, um, he's like, that's why Snape was trying to protect you because he felt that 
uh, would make him and your father even. Then he could go back to hating your father's memory and peace. Which is like such a funny reason to want to help someone is to be like, oh, finally, I did my part. Now I can think about how much I fu- he fucking pissed me off as children. Like just petty party of one. Yeah, right. that it's like you're still holding on to how... Because I mean... You leave this school at 18. So like you're holding on to something from your childhood. This is like any of us hating our middle school nemesis now. Yeah. And like, by the way, like he saved your life, saved your life. I can't wait to find out the circumstance because I'm sure we will at some point find out the circumstance um, of, I feel like that's going to be revealed like at the very, very end. Um, it feels like something that'll definitely come into play. Like you yeah, can't drop that at nugget at some point. Then, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't drop that nugget and then not ha- like have a trail that leads to a big old fucking cake of fucking info. I don't know what that analogy was, but anywho. <laughs> um, and then Harry's like, "How do I get the stone out of the mirror?" Um, and then fucking, <laughs> fucking Humbledore, as Humbledore. somebody called him, in yeah, our, in our group chat with the Patreon. Yeah. Humbledore is like, oh my god, I am brilliant. Here's what I did. Yeah, that's a pretty good idea, right? So it was set up so that only someone who wanted to find the stone but not use it could actually get the stone out of the mirror. It's this whole... I mean, I impress myself sometimes. He just was very much like, yeah, I fucking crushed it. That was a great idea, right? Like, come on. I love that he's like, god, I'm brilliant. All right, let's get... Let's pop a sweet. I love how he just like pops the fucking bean in his mouth. Yeah, I Um, love that. That's so funny because... I remember first at the beginning of this book reading about Birdie Bot's Every Flavor of Beans, mm-hmm. and I couldn't remember this part of the book, but I remember being like, somebody gets a vomit-flavored one at some point. Yeah. And then now he's like, oh, I... I, I, had a, I, I had a vomit one. It'll be safe this time. Toffee? Like, Toffee. Well, it's like, why would you ever grab a brown one? Yeah, never. You never grab a brown one. Brown's never a color that equates with something tasty. No, and he's like, I'll be safe with this one. He eats it. It's earwax. It's disgusting. Yeah. Funny little uh, gag. And Madame Pomfrey. Um, and then... Uh, and then, and he's then gone. Hermione and Ron come in. Yeah, he has to basically beg Madame Pomfrey, but she's like, five Ma- minutes. Madame Pomfrey's a fucking... Just a Debbie Downer. Um, he's just fucking... Big old buzzkill. Um, yeah. And then... Uh, what kind of they- nurse you want? During a crisis. Like, yeah. I want yeah. my family to have someone she who's like, don't fucking a, let anybody in. Yeah, yeah, she would be a great nurse during a school shooting, for sure. <laughs> um, uh, and then, oh, by the way, I love that. Where was the line um, when, uh, I love when Dumbledore is like, uh, it's, a, it's a big secret what happened. So, of course, everyone in the school knows. Um, oh, yeah, that's right at the beginning when he's talking to Dumbledore. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> everybody knows what happens. And then Hermione and uh, Ron come in there and they're like, oh, my God. Um, by the way, Slytherin's won. Um, oh, he, he downloads them on everything that happened. Yeah. Um, and they're like, do you think maybe he meant for you to do that? Because, you know, he sent you the cloak and all of that. And yeah, which like, is oh, kind of like a whoa. Um, yeah, that's like a, I mean, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, and there's a, oh, by the way, there's a big feast. There's an end of the year feast the next day. Um, Slytherin's one, yada dee dada dee dada. Um, yeah, it's like, ugh, go fuck yourself. But at least he's alive, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you, then, you skip the part where before they go to the feast. Oh, sorry. Um, I just think it's important. It's not like important to the plot necessarily. But after uh, she kicks out Hermione and Ron because they've been there forever talking, mm-hmm. um, and Ron just is like, ah, oh, he's crazy. He <laughs> like thinks that Dumbledore's insane. Hagrid comes in and he's so distraught because he's yeah. like, this is my fault. 
Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sobbing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, as a gift, he gives him a photo album full of pictures of his parents that he's collecting. Oh, yeah. And, like, that, what a tear fucking jerker. I know. I mean, he's like, I hit up all of your parents' friends and got shit for you. And these are, like, wizard photos. So it's, like, living photos. Yeah. Which is just fucking so People are just walking around. So cool. And then he gets permission to go to the feast. Madame Pomfrey is pissed about it because she feels like he shouldn't. She knows best, but, like, whatever. But Dumbledore's the headmaster, and he's like, make sure he can go. And now my thing is, is I'm, like, picturing, like, I certainly hope everybody in the school realizes, like, what a fucking boss Harry is, and they let go of all of their shit about them losing 150 points for um, the Gryffindors. And when they walk in, everybody's quiet. So, of course, I'm fucking pissed because I'm like, all of these fuckers are still mad after all of this. Like, fucking Harry fucking Potter saved the goddamn day with the help of Hermione and Ron, and everybody still got beef. Petty-ass kids. Yeah, but it's also, like, at this point, everybody else knows the rumor versions of what happened. So, Uh who knows what they really think happened. Yeah. And it's, like, at this point, you know, they're still in last place. So, like, obviously, you didn't do anything that great. Yeah. And Dumbledore and and, and, um, all the Slytherins and fucking Malfoy are celebrating and they're just a nauseating sight. Yeah, like it's it's decorated in Slytherin because for the fucking seventh year in a row, eighth year in a row, I don't know what year, but like they've won the goddamn House Cup. So everyone's pissed because like people are just so fucking sick of Slytherin winning. Yeah. And then Dumbledore. Yes. Dumbledore like, uh, there's been some recent events, and okay. uh, I think we need to take these things into account. We should. We have to award a few last-minute points for... There's just a few people who did some really dope shit. There's uh, fucking really great shit. Uh, uh, first and foremost, Ron Weasley. My okay. God. So if you don't know the full story and you hear Ron get awarded 50 points for the best game of chess... As a fucking Slytherin, you have to be like, are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. Chess. Yeah. I mean, surely the story is going to get out or people have heard parts of it already. But just hearing that, you're like, excuse me. It, what? You're going to give him points for chess? All right, fine. And, and then Hermione Granger, for the use of cool logic in the face of fire, literally, he doesn't say literally, but it's like, yeah, literally, motherfuckers. She yeah. gets another 50 points. Yeah. Okay, so now they're back. They're back up. With all the points Ron Ron lost for the Gryffindors got back. Hermione got all the points that she had lost. Then he then, goes to Harry Potter. Then, and I'm thinking, oh, he's uh, fucking Harry risked his life. This boy is gonna get. He's gonna get a hundred points. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Done and done. Like if they get, if Ron got fifty for chess and Hermione for fucking spells, fucking Potter's getting way more. Um. And then all he gives Harry Potter is 60, 60 points. points. And I'm just Which, like, bro. That's it. You gave him 10 more points? All right, whatever. And so that's, quick math is done. They're, they're now tied. even with Slytherins. And then and it's the like, whole, cool, sure they draw. Good, great. It's a tie. Um, the, and, then, and then Dumbledore is like, there's all kinds of courage. Yeah, Dumbledore takes, raises his hands and he's like, one more thing. One more thing. Um, and then he's like, it takes a lot of bravery to stand up to your enemies, but just as much to stand up to your friends. Bro, Neville Longbottom 
goddamn fucking saves the day for yeah, being Neville a little bitch. Gets 10 points for trying to fucking stop his friends from going to save the world. Yeah. I cried at that part. I mean, I teared up. I teared up. Um, and he gets 10 points, which puts them over the edge. And then in a beautiful chain of events that I did not suspect would happen, the fucking Gryffindors overthrow the Slytherins and they goddamn win. That's fucking, it's just, I mean, crowd goes wild. Even the Ravenclaws and Hufflepuffs are celebrating because people are so fucking sick of them, like we said before. And it's just like the greatest night ever. And By the I way, love, I love that uh, Dumbledore is like, we need a little change of scenery in here. Like abracadabra, like home makeover edition. Yeah, like boom, uh, bitch. Like Hogwarts home makeover edition. Fucking, and he changes it all from Slytherin colors to, ha- to um, Gryffindor. Gryffindor colors. It's an amazing feast. By the way, my favorite, one of my favorite parts about the depiction of like a student's excitement at boarding school. Uh, I mean, I, I know it was like this for me in school was like anytime there was any kind of event where like special food could get like brought into school or they had some sort of like special catering at school where it was like, I remember once a month in my high school, we'd have, there would be like homeroom meetings and yeah. the homeroom teacher would like, um, uh, we'd call it was called advisor meetings and the advisor would always like bring in a bunch of food for the students and I remember it was like, we fucking lived for that. Cause it was like, oh, we don't have to eat school food today or we don't have to bring whatever we brought for lunch. It was like the biggest deal. And I love how every like big thing that happens at Hogwarts is like, yo, we're getting a feast. Like, it's just such a big Literal deal. Feast. Like, um, crazy. yeah. Anywho, so they mow down on this crazy, crazy feast. Um, yeah. It's the fucking best day ever. Better than everything thing excuse me and then like what a fucking day and then it was so great that harry like forgot his exams but him and ron passed hermione was top of class of course even neville uh managed to squeak through and then um by the way i love that he caught eyes with um snape snape oh yeah snape when snape was like yeah i still don't like you kid yeah, it's still very clear. It's like, okay, he still hates me. Because you think that you're like, okay, I've, that they're going to have this moment of like, yeah, yeah. and you're like, nope, nope, never mind. Yeah, like, oh yeah, I saved the fucking day. This guy's got to drop his beef with me. Nope. Holding Absolutely on, uh, holding on, holding on. Um, anywho, so everybody passes their exams. And um, it's like time to fucking, it's, school's out for summer. Last day of camp, last day of camp, school's out for summer. You know, everybody's sad. Mm, I want to you know. linger mm, a little longer. Anyone else? No, just the What's Girl Scouts. It's okay. a terrible oh, Girl Scout. Okay, song. cool. Didn't know, didn't know that. Sorry, we weren't cool. Um, I just went to Jewish summer camp where it was just like, oh my God, I have to go back to regular school where I won't be able to get fingered all the time. I miss camp. <laughs> I wish I would have gone to Jewish uh, summer camp. Oh, you would have thrived at Jewish summer camp. Oh, I, I mean, born oh my God, you would have... Uh, hoard it up at summer camp. Uh, I mean, for sure. For sure. No question about it. You and I would have been thick as thieves and probably had disease. Absolutely. Um, They get in the train. uh, They get in the boats. They go to the train. They head back. um, Just sort of like 
Ron's like, you guys got to come hang out for the summer at some point. Yeah. And Harry's like, yeah, for sure. For sure, because I'm going to be stuck with fucking Loserville USA. Um, and then fucking Uncle Vernon is there as they get off the train. Just like, um, I, love the line, I love the line when they're like, they sent him out two by two. So they didn't see just like a horde of children bursting through a, a fucking wall at a train station. Yeah. What a fucking process that it's like, oh yeah, that's so important. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah. And fucking uncle Vernon, total dick. And he sees, you know, Petunia and Dudley looking super scared, which I love. Yeah. Um, they're like, oh my fucking God. And Hermione's like, uh, yeah, good luck. Uh, have a good holiday looking at, you know, cause she's like, they don't look very fun. Mm-hmm. And I love that it ends on Harry being like, Oh, I will. They don't know. We're not allowed to use magic at home. I'm going to have a lot of fun with Dudley this summer. And I'm like, Oh bro, fucking love it. So now all the fear that I had had where I was like, Oh my God, when the school ends, when the school year ends, he's going to have to go back and live with those people. But it's like now Harry conquered like the ultimate evil, like he can fucking handle these people. Yeah, he's got the upper hand. It's like they're yeah. gonna be nice to him because they're like, yeah, you yeah. know what he's capable of. Yeah, just he's fucking capable lay of, low. like dope ass shit, and they don't fuck. They have no idea the shit Harry's just seen, and these people are uh, gonna be puppets. Now, my prediction: uh, book two will start off him just going right back to school the next year. The first chapter is gonna be like, this is how Harry's summer went. There will be a few little things here and there about like examples of all the fun shit that he did to Dudley. Um, he, he probably met up with uh, Hermione and Ron, Ron at, at some, some point. point. Um, they probably had fun. And then, you know, I'm imagining they're coming back to school the next year. They're 12. Puberty's starting. Oh, I shit. guarantee somebody's, I think Hermione might be looking really good. Maybe Harry grew into himself a little bit. Maybe Ron grew into himself a little bit. I feel like book two is going to have some elements of like, maybe somebody's going to have some feelings for people. <gasps> oh, maybe. I'm predicting feelings in season two. Yeah, 12. That's, yeah. uh, that's what an age. Yeah, huh? and Harry's going to come back with, like, this level. Because we didn't get to see Harry with his, like, level of confidence after, like, doing what he did. Like, we didn't get to see him, like, flex on the other students. Yeah, like, he's already oh. been brave, but now he's like, oh, I just fucking whipped my dick out. Yeah, I dropped a dick, dragged it all over the place, saved the day. Not only that, but because of, like, what me and my friends did – we won the fucking day. We beat the Slytherins. Yeah, they won and, and, that house cup. So it's like... Yeah, so they didn't get to walk through the hallways like the fucking heroes of the school. So like the next school year is going to start off with like some serious, serious big dick and big clit energy from that group. Oh, for sure. Because they didn't get to bask in that, you know? No, they did not get to bask in it at all. So I'm, I'm expecting some just major flex in. First chapter, book two. I don't even know what it's called because I don't have it yet. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. Um, <laughs> I really fucking hope book two gets here as quick as possible. Um, I ordered in the meantime, it direct from Scholastic. But in the meantime. I can't believe they don't have a direct from Scholastic. Be careful because I ordered, you know, I ordered Josh Gondelman's book from Harper Collins and it still hasn't come and I ordered it last May. And I didn't, I was going to make a stink about it because I tried to, complain you know through their site and it's just like a fucking bullshit scam Mm -hmm. and i wanted to make a stink about it on twitter but i didn't want josh to be like feel uncomfortable so i just was like all right hold on let me look at my email real quick and see where it could be um 
Anywho. In the meantime, uh, Saturday, this Saturday, May 2nd, I guess, we will be doing tea time, high tea for patrons. So 4 p.m., we're going to have our friend Audrey Stewart join us. It's going to be sort of a live podcast and group chat, um, which we will put out the podcast type portion later on our regular podcast stream. But if you want to be part of it, want to get in on the Q&A, we're going to be drinking tea. I don't know what you're drinking. I'm drinking throat coat. Right. Um, I'm going to be drinking, I'll probably be drinking a smoothie. Okay, that's great. That's my thing. And, uh, and then Sunday evening, we don't have our time official, but we, uh, we're going to figure out our service and how to watch the first film, and we will be doing it live on Zoom. We're not going to stream it ourselves. It's going to be a thing where we all started at the same time. We're yeah. muted, but we can chat yeah. on Zoom. Everybody mutes themselves. We just chat. So we'll do like a one, two, three play, and we'll all pause it at like, you know, 30 seconds, everybody get it to 30 seconds, and then we'll all hit play at the same time so we can all be on the same page. Absolutely. So that'll be fun. We'll chat along. Um, even Nicole and I will just be chatting along in the text uh, chat, and then at the end we'll obviously converse about it, and we will make uh, an episode out of that and talk about the differences and talk about, you know, what we like, what we didn't like, and get fucking stoked for book two. This is crazy. I'm truly living for this book right now. We're doing about a book um, a month. So we're yeah. looking at probably the end of the year-ish, I think. For We discussed this today on Zoom, by the way. JMS, for our, the reading of the final chapter, JMS and I are going to, number one, we're moving in together. So we're going to have all kinds of like epic extra Harry Potter content, yes. which will be on Patreon. So I highly advise you uh, tune in for that. Patreon.com slash name that pod. So there's that. But then also for Halloween, we are definitely going to be dressing up as Harry Potter Character. characters. We want you guys to. We're going to be planning, of course, to our Patreons. We're going to be planning like a Halloween Zoom, some sort of like fun thing. Yeah. Um, because nobody wants to go out for Halloween because that's fucking lame. But maybe we'll all <laughs> Halloween it up together. Make Who some type of witch's brew. Who knows? Yeah. It, things are going to get witchy and, and warlocky. Wait, what are they? Yeah, uh, wizardy wizardy yeah baby, wizardly yeah. wizardly so anywho guys really goddamn excited um, this has been awesome i can't believe we made it through a whole fucking book we did it like and you're fully in oh and you guys will have to go to the youtube when we release that video if you want to hear nicole's house otherwise it'll i'm sure slip out at some point in a photo yeah. or a mention but um we're gonna put that video up on the tube even though i look terrible in it um but yeah this is fucking great hold on i'm tracking my book right now ready fingers crossed fingers crossed everybody pray that it's making it to me and i'm sending you magic vibes next few days i'm gonna need my internet god damn it or the website i don't oh wait 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 nope but wait, no, the website keeps trying to load and it won't load. All right, you guys, uh, God well, willing, worst case scenario, Jessica Michelle will just read to me until the book gets here. We can um, do that. We can do, uh, we'll do that for patrons until the book gets there. Yeah. Hell. Shit, man. All right. Well, I love you guys. We love you all. Stay safe. Stay magical. Y'all are the best. We'll see you next time. Bye guys.